0: Mama, a word that we all know, a word some of us hear a thousand times a day, and some are anxiously waiting for. It's a title accompanied by immense joy, deep loss, and hearty laughter. We love mamas. We love your strength and your sacrifice. We honor your easy days and the days where you hide in the closet, because we have them too. We know that moms need moms. That's where we come in. And the best part is, you can show up in your messy buns and your sweatpants and we'll never know. In fact, we're probably in ours too. We hear you and we want to connect with you. This is your community. We want you to know that motherhood is important.
1: Motherhood is valuable. The work you do each day matters. So welcome to our sisterhood. Welcome to our circle. Welcome, welcome to, to the, the mama. Hood. Welcome Mamas. Happy New Year. Um, I am Marin and we have Aubrey here along with Sarah Johnson, who is a certified self care life coach. And we are so Mm -hmm. excited to dive into some awesome topics today. Hi, Aubrey. Hi, Sarah hey hey um we're here at 930 p.m just like that's our <laughs> mo recording like, after the kids are in bed
0: no our usual except there <laughs> I do miss are like so delicious when we live five minutes away from each other when we could just grab our cookies I and our
1: know.
0: I know our quench it
1: oh yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> we did we used to live five minutes away and now it's hours away I know. Bummer. Still, still good
0: though. Grateful for Zoom. It's <laughs> awesome.
1: Okay, so Sarah, um, tell a little bit to our listeners about you, how you got started, what you're doing, and like how many kids you have, and all that stuff, just so they can get to know you a little bit.
2: Perfect. Okay, I live in Utah, and I have two beautiful little girls. One is three year old, and one is an almost two year old. Oh man, they do. They don't get along. And it's fine, (laughs) which means it's very chaotic. Um, But I started wanting to become a life coach because I was struggling with postpartum and I was just lost. And I felt really strongly that if I was feeling this way, I know so many other moms were experiencing this and feeling alone. And that kind of started my journey. I worked with therapists and after I got my own healing, I was like, I want to do this. My passion is to help other women heal themselves from the inside out. And I've been able to do that and I love it. And I, I feel like I do things in a different way than a lot of coaches. Like I'm, I'm very spunky and fun and think outside of the box. And so yeah, I, that's, that's me. And I hope I bring different perspectives of healing to other people. And that is me. Like I just, I love what I do, and you'll get to know me a little bit more through um, this podcast, but it's been very hard for me to enjoy motherhood and love motherhood, and through my own healing, I've been able to find ways to heal that almost like resentment that I have felt in being a mom, and I want other moms to experience experience that. Motherhood is such a beautiful gift, and it's sacred, and we get to... Do that, and I get to bring that information to other people. So that's a little bit about me. Um, anything else you want to know about me? I mean, AKA, you're just an angel. <laughs> that's no. a gathering. Just
0: there. I, know, I feel moms. like, and that was just like in a nutshell. Like Sarah's she really is amazing. Oh, thanks, guys. No, well, we I just like to be a friend for everyone.
1: Well, oh, thank you. We definitely need your voice here, and it's it's a fine line. I found, I think Aubrey can agree between, um, celebrating mother and motherhood, and then also kind of trudging through those trenches. And I feel like we need people like you who can kind of help us with that balance of of doing both. So it's, thank you. It's very gray, black and white and gray in motherhood, right? A lot of messy and also a lot of good. So, um, so what we wanted to kind of do with this episode is introduce what kind of like this new year. um, The mama hood has a new theme for the year and then Anya has a new program that they are launching and a new theme for the year as well. So we wanted to introduce both and also just, we have a really, really fun topic um, that goes along with that new theme that Anya is going with with their new program. Um, So it's going to be a really uplifting
0: uplifting episode I think yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah no it will be I mean they yeah. every episode you do is uplifting Mer. <laughs> 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 but I'm excited I it is it's a new year a new
1: us <laughs> it's new year new year new you or old you and it's it's a new you again right yes all the. Be- <laughs>
2: I'll, I'll the be above. above. <laughs> we'll take you wherever you are at this new year. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Awesome. Anyway, so uh, I guess I'll start real quick since mostly we're going to talk about their, their, um, what they're doing with Anya. But I also just wanted for the mama hood to introduce a little bit of the direction that we're going to take it this year. And I'm really, really excited. And, um, I feel really inspired with it. And then when I shared it with OBS and hers kind of what she was going to want to do with Anya this year lined up, it just felt right that we had both felt our brains and our spirits were going in the same direction. So, you know, a year ago-ish, is was it a year ago? A little it's over a year. It's been two years. Yeah. Okay. Anya. So that's crazy. how fast time is going. I
0: know. I also
1: think my little girl is was born a year ago and she's almost three. So that's... <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I feel like we're I'm still at. stuck in 2020 and it's been like, two I know years. 2020
1: just doesn't count. So I feel like we, I, I just forget. So two years ago, when, when Aubrey started focusing more on mental health through Anya, which is um, the program she started to help women with their mental health, I started to kind of ponder what direction the mamahood could go. That would be most beneficial for mamas knowing but- that.
0: You guys, Marion has done such a good job. Like she has taken the mamahood over every, everything she's done, like bringing on these new co-hosts. I mean, you all know she's just done such a good job. So I have to <laughs> throw that in there. Well, you've done such a good job too. It's been,
1: it's been a group effort for sure. A, very much a group effort. Um, but I knew that, you know, we were going to keep talking about mental health, stuff through Anya, which was a huge thing that you mamas really needed, and so I I wanted to figure out what other kinds of directions we could go with the mamahood that would also be just as beneficial, and um, so after a lot of thought and even prayer, this word just kept coming to me, which is home, and I really feel like in today's world, with all the things that make motherhood so difficult, it is sometimes hard for mothers to feel at home, in motherhood um, or to feel like they have a value and purpose in being in their home or being the center of the the home. And I also feel like moms have difficult feeling at home with other moms and need more encouragement in being the home for their children. Just this word home kept coming up for me. So this year we're gonna be trying to help moms feel at home, to create a motherhood that feels like home, to give you a home with other moms to turn to and to understand how truly beautiful and important your role is as the literal home for your children that is what what a lot of our episodes and um posts and um we've got some other fun things that we're gonna hopefully be working on to get into your hands as well that's just gonna be the focus of it is is this home and all the different aspects surrounding it so
0: this is awesome this is gonna be so so amazing Thanks, Hobbs.
2: I'm and not going to lie. I have tears in my eyes. That is also something. <laughs> another fun fact of Sarah is I constantly cry hey, But like same this. Same. <laughs> Mary, this really is just so amazing because so many moms don't know how to feel like home, like even home in themselves and being at home, being a home and just like a safe place. And so this literally just honestly makes me tear up because it's like, yeah, like even me, I struggle with this. And so it just it's really special. And I, I definitely know that that is a revelatory thing, a revelatory word.
1: Thanks, Sarah and Oz. Um, I think so too. And I need, I need help with it too. So I hope just the, the many different voices that we can bring into this this year through writing and podcasts and everything, um, can, we can all just start feeling more at home with motherhood in all the different aspects of it um and i think anya is going to be a big help with that too and you know like i said when i told aubrey about the direction and she told me the new direction that they are taking anya it just i was mind blown by how much they aligned um and being on that same wavelength so i really like at our core we just want to help moms we just want moms to be lifted and enlightened um that's our whole purpose and so Anyway, like I said, for today's episode topic, we're going to be talking about this beautiful topic in conjunction with the route that Anya is going.
0: Yeah, it's, it's so crazy. Just even hearing you talk about this home concept, there's just, it's just, it does. It brings me chills. It's like everybody wants to feel at home, right? And the fact that like we, even just to put that into words, like feeling at home in your motherhood, like everyone's pretty like... I mean, people, moms work outside the home, but everyone's at home being a mom, right? And I feel like we are. That's like the missing piece. We want to feel at home, and it's a feeling more than anything that you're bringing up, which I love, love. Um, and I'm excited. And I and I know we introduced Sarah a little bit earlier, but I just I'm grateful for all the help that she's been doing within Anya. She's been coaching a bunch, and um, she's a huge part in some of these big changes that we have coming. Um, and we're so excited cause we're opening up a new membership that will allow moms that extra help. And she's a huge piece in that. So as Marion's talking about home, it was so, it was just so funny how it worked out. We were like talking to Marco Polo and I was like kind of telling her what direction Anya was taking. And I was like, okay, listen to this. And I'm like, we've created this membership. And we were trying to think of all of these, like, words for these moms that are a part of this membership, right? And in the membership, they're getting coached, they're doing, like, meditation work and breath work, and they're doing a bunch of work to, like, help heal their minds, help heal their homes, heal themselves, physically, mentally, all the above. And as me and Sarah were trying to come up with kind of this identity word for the membership, we were flipping through the thesaurus, like,
2: totally, like, how long did it take us? What, 45 minutes? Like, we were... We were like, we were stumped. We're like, nothing is coming to us. Why are, why are we even doing this? Maybe we should just go to bed. I know. Well, yeah. And Sarah's like, okay, all right, turn your screen off. And she's like, I'm just
0: going to walk you through a quick meditation. And for some reason, like at, during her meditation, she talked a lot about light. That's been something that we've been drawn to, is just, you know, like the sunrise and sunset. There's always like a new beginning for you. Every day you have a new beginning. And as she's walking through this meditation, for me. And we closed all of like outside resources. We just went inward and we just were like, okay, what is this identity that these moms have about themselves already that we want to remind them of? And as she's doing this meditation, all about light and all this stuff, um, two words came to my head and I just was like, Sarah, I know, I know what we're called. I know what, I know what these moms, like what our identity is called, what our membership is going to be called. And it's light keeper, and those words were not even a part of the thesaurus. Like they were not <laughs> the ones we had ever um, talked about. Like <laughs> oh, it was crazy. And I just felt like as we, as we dove into some definitions, which I want Sarah to read for us too, because as she was opening these up and reading these, I just was like, oh my gosh, like sisters keeper innkeeper. Like the word keeper is amazing because there's so many different definitions with it. And you know, as a lightkeeper, we're a lightkeeper of ourselves, our families, our homes, just like what Marion's talking about. Um, So Sarah, do you have some of those definitions still? I wanted, I was thinking you should maybe pull those up because I loved that when we were talking about Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Do, do I have them? Yes, I have them. Guys, I love it. I love it. I love it though. I have to say it. I love it. Like (laughs) when Aubrey said lightkeepers, my heart just like exploded when she said that what like a few weeks ago I was like oh my gosh
2: like (laughs) it feels like that
1: is what a mother is that is what a mother is Mm -hmm. that is what I could say it three times that
2: is what a mother is like I don't know
1: I just I love it I love it so much
2: so as I read this like let's just interchange motherhood and light keeper because it is I'm going to read as light keeper but if you if that word doesn't vibe with you very well then change it to motherhood like they are so hand in hand that it it is motherhood is being a light keeper. A light keeper is motherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so, light keepers are full of love and light. They are ready to share their gifts and spread knowledge. As they are filled with light, they feel a strong desire to assist others on their journey. Light keepers serve selflessly, spread kindness, practice gratitude, celebrate others' success, live in the present. Heal inside and out, be their true, authentic self, and do what they can to hold the light no matter the circumstances they may be facing in their life. A lightkeeper's actions automatically elevate those around them. And I just, as Aubrey and I read all this information about lightkeepers, it was just like, yes, these women within our membership are lightkeepers. Women, mothers in general, are lightkeepers because we constantly are going 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 and how often do we actually burn out the light that we have gets burned out because we're constantly giving and giving and giving and we don't want that to happen we want our light to continue to shine so that it can elevate everyone around us our children our husbands our friends our neighbors everyone
0: for sure. No, I love, I was like, Sarah, pull up these definitions. Cause they were, when we read them that night, it was just as powerful to read like what the definition of a keeper is, you know, and what the definition of all of that means, because it does line up so well with motherhood and how we do. So when I was talking to Marion, I was like, oh my gosh, a light keeper of our homes. And she messaged me back and she's like, wait, but like motherhood is all about the home this year. That's so cool. Like it just lines up with mm-hmm. it all. And, mm-hmm. um, so we're going to dive into to like details of the membership in a little bit, but I just want to kind of talk about our conjunction. Is that what you called it, Mayor? Like our yeah. our light keepers yeah. of the home. Like we wanted to kind of combine that as we launch this new year and as we launch this new membership and as the mamahood is growing like crazy. We want it to just be this kind of conjunction thing where it's the light keeper of our home and what does that actually mean? And I think we'll probably end up doing a couple episodes of you know, light keepers in different aspects. But as far as being a light keeper in our home, I just think it's so important to kind of nail down what that actually means. Because yeah, it's easy to maybe say, you know, that's, that looks great, fine and dandy, but what does that actually mean for us to do? Um, And we, and we do like teach and coach specific things. But for the sake of this episode, I thought it'd be cool for all three of us to kind of just share you know what we do specifically to keep that light and be a light keeper for our home so I'll, i'm going to share a couple of my ideas with that and then i'd love to hear your guys's too but for me i feel like a light keeper of the home is like protecting what goes on inside of our homes um i feel very like um i'm i think it's just that i'm sensitive to things like if i see something and it freaks me out then i'll be freaked out all day right mm-hmm. like or if mm-hmm. i'm just sensitive to specific things and i kind of take that same um, attitude with my home. Like, I don't want, like, crap on my TV. I don't want, like, screens that are hiding in dark corners. Like, I just want a home that feels light, that feels the spirit, that you can just, like, feel peace in. And I'm in control of that. So I'm in control of what goes on inside my house, how we speak to each other, what's being watched on TV, who comes in my home. Like, I'm particular. Um, And creating a space where peace and that spirit can reside so like making sure that we're doing prayer and scripture study and those type of routine things that help bring that light obviously this is like the goal right like we are so far from perfect but wanting to create kind of that space um for me is what being a light keeper means and I feel like sometimes it's hard because with kids it's chaotic my kids were screaming, <laughs> and it's loud, and sometimes it's hard to feel like, okay, how do I keep that light within our home? Um, but I just think kind of having that as the goal, and like what Sarah was saying, rekindling your own light over and over again with um, different tools as meditation, prayer, or you know, working on yourself helps a ton with that. We have a space, I'm in the room right now, but we try to keep a place where it's easy to study or to meditate in, and that helps us to have. Um, and I just think as we cultivate a a home of light, it attracts other light and it builds as we build. And I don't know. I just think it's, it's something that your family feeds off of how you show up. They feed off of that. And it's a continuous effort over and over again, you know? So you
1: are light. Um, you really are. (laughs) I think about it all the time. I'm like, (laughs) And I need to get to know Sarah too, cause I'm sure i I would say the same thing about her, but it's just like, your kids are so lucky that you're their mom. Like everyone just has one mom and you're their mom. Lucky kids. Lucky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, yeah, I agree. Just um, keep the crap out. Like that is just <laughs> one of the first phrases that came to me as like brash as that is. Get though. dressed
0: or get out. <laughs> I feel like that joke comes out every
1: episode. <laughs> oh my goodness. But really, like when you just said just like keep the light in, that is that that is something that also came to me too by keeping the other stuff out. Yeah, for sure. Um, for me, I just a couple things came to mind. <laughs> like it's just funny because The first thing I do every single morning, it's like my morning routine thing that I do. First thing is I just go through my house and just open all the windows, like, and literally just let light pour into my house. That's something that I've done no matter where we live. Even um, 2020 summer, we lived in a little basement Airbnb for a minute while we were in between homes. Like, we weren't homeless, we were just, you know, moving. (laughs) That sounds like we're homeless, but um, literally no matter where we've lived, first thing in the morning is just open the blinds and let the light pour in. And that is just one of the first things that came to me is I literally just love my home to feel light. I love just to have tons of light in the home. And I think there's something actually like real life healing in that way. And also just encouraging for my children. I always want them to think about our home being filled with like literal light as well. That's something that I like to do. Um, Something else that came to me though, is just that scripture, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. Um, And I to me, that kind of just translates to like finding small moments of light um, small more small moments of letting my light shine for my children. And for me, um, that looks like really simple, small things I love, like, I was talking to our other coast, our friend Eden yesterday about like, I love to like bake something and that small moment of doing that, like we were both talking about how much we love to like bake a pie or bake a loaf of bread or something and how that small moment feels like we're giving giving an active service for our children. And so I love to find these small moments of letting my light shine for my kids, whether that's throwing their towels in the dryer to heat them up and then pull them out of the bath and wrap them in a warm towel or um, changing their bed sheets and making their beds all warm and new and fresh and clean or um, sitting down with a good stack of books and just keeping my phone completely in the other room and working through a stack of books with them or taking off their boots and they're like tonight taking off their boots and coats and everything because they've been playing in the snow and putting a bowl of soup in front of them. These are just small moments for me that make me feel like a light keeper like someone who's keeping the light and sharing the light and giving the light to my children.
0: See, I love that though, because you just listed off some things within motherhood that could potentially look like a chore, Mm -hmm. you know, like baking them a cake or making the dang cookies, you know, like Uh (laughs) doing the things that sometimes feel like another thing to do, but instead you're shifting it to be like, this is something I get to do. Mm -hmm. And I think that's beautiful. That's awesome. Mm
2: Marin, I actually want to tell you, like, I, so I started following you forever ago, and honestly, you have been such a good example of motherhood for me and enjoying motherhood and finding those small opportunities to enjoy motherhood. And like Aubrey said, creating the opportunity of serving your family instead of it being a chore, because that has been a lot of my mentality of like, Oh my gosh, I have to do this. I have to do the laundry. The girls just peed their bed. Like Uh (laughs) it's so exhausting for me. And you have been a, you have been a light for me. So it, I just wanted to say like letting your light shine as you do that in your home, it exudes into other people. And so you've been that example for me. And it's, it's been healing for me because I'm like okay if Marion can do this <laughs> I can do this um, I just wanted to say that thank you um, you so much you're welcome. okay so for there's so many things honestly that are on my mind but one of the biggest reasons why I decided to be a self-care life coach was because it wasn't until I started taking care of myself that I started getting healing and I had a lot of physical health problems um and it seemed to just keep getting worse and worse and worse as more stress came on i didn't enjoy motherhood and so i realized okay something has to change and i have to change i am the home of my home Mm -hmm. which means i need to change and so as i started doing self-care for me and what was beneficial for me individually that's when healing really started happening And my husband started to notice, my kids started to notice, and it just, it was just so special because as I started putting myself first and I wasn't, I was trying to check off everything else on my to-do list and me be last, then things started actually happening the way that they needed to happen because I was taking care of me. And so um, it's kind of cool because in the membership, we've created something to help moms themselves first and realize the the priority that they really are. Uh, But I just wanted to mostly say that in order for you to feel at home in motherhood, you have to feel at home in yourself first, as a mom, as an individual, as Sarah, as Aubrey, as Marin. And feeling at home in who you are is going to create an environment for your children to feel at home in who they are. And so that is one of my, Things that I thought of was creating a space of no judgment, creating a space of love in who they are. And instead of trying to say like, don't do that, change this, that's not how we behave. It's letting them live true to who they are authentically as you do that same thing. And one of my favorite sayings as I have gone through therapy and as I've coached is as adults, we get the opportunity to reparent us. We all have an inner child, and when we let our inner child out with our children, healing actually takes place, and we reparent our children, So, or reparent us as our inner child while we are parenting our children, and that was another thing that just came to my mind is how can we create this home feeling? Well, we have to create that with our inner child, let our inner child out, have fun, don't take motherhood so seriously, go down the slide with your kids, have a snowball fight with your kids and let that freedom out, have fun. Um, for me, that was essential for my healing because I wasn't having fun. It was bored. It was a chore. It, I kept doing thing after thing. And then I started having fun and finding those moments and opportunities to heal me as well as teach my children a life lesson of being grateful, of having fun, of not taking life so seriously. Anyway, those are just some things that I personally felt were um, things that can help me feel at home and help my kids feel comfortable in me because I'm comfortable in who I am. So they will automatically feel comfortable being at home with me.
0: I love that, sir. It makes me think too of like, how we show up is how our kids show up. Like, it's so interesting to me sometimes because I'll get kind of moody sometimes. (laughs) I'll I'll even tell myself in my head, like, okay, if I'm going to show up moody right now, everyone else is going to fall apart. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to just pretend I'm not moody so that everyone can just go to bed happy and then I'll be moody. (laughs) Like I have to shift it because otherwise it just like, it's a ripple effect right? Like anytime we show up a certain way, our whole family shows up that way. And I, it's just, it's almost comical to watch because it's like the second you can flip a switch all of a sudden and you start to like, like for me, instead of screaming at my kids, I'll just go and like start tickling them or just like tackling them to just like, like, you know, tease them and being like, stop doing that and and make it a game. And all of a sudden everyone's in a better mood. And I'm like, we have so much power in the mood and the setting of our homes that being a lightkeeper of the home is a huge, is kind of a huge task,
1: mm-hmm. but I
0: loved what you said. And it actually, when we think of, um, just I'm doing one of my detox courses right now and one of the moms in there, I don't think she'll, um, I think she'll be okay with me sharing this, but she's just talking about how as moms, we get to relive a childhood that we were forced to grow out of, you know, we get that chance to, to like, What you said, reparent ourselves, or to kind of go back to that childhood—it's like a second childhood that we get to live Mm -hmm. in a different set of eyes. And I love that. I feel like that's such a different perspective in looking at it. Instead of a chore, it's something beautiful that we can create. And I think that's where all of this comes back to—is being a light keeper of a home that we have the the capacity to create.
2: There is so much. Yeah, thanks, Ab. There is one more thing I want to. Sure. Um, but you think about it. A lightkeeper holds the light. A lightkeeper draws in the ships and is like, here's your home. Here I am. Come to me. Come my way. And sometimes you guys like the reality of motherhood, we're not going to be happy all the time. Like our moods are going to shift. Hormones cause us to go crazy sometimes. And that's okay. <laughs> but something that just keeps coming to my mind is holding the light. And sometimes that light is actually coming from our children, holding our children, holding that light. There have been numerous times where I have just felt so heavy and all I wanted was a hug for my child and just like sitting there cuddling because that automatic energy exchange recharged my light. Um, and so finding those opportunities to hold the light, even if it is coming from your child or coming from your spouse, like I hope everybody hearing this gives your husband an eight second hug every day, at least an, at least an eight second hug to recharge, to hold the light and to have that energy exchange as well as with your children. It is amazing
1: what like a deep pressure hug
2: does i remember because in college i
1: was taking courses on child development and they always like i took this one class and it was talking about deep pressure hugs deep pressure hugs and i was like what in the world because i was like a college student and now it is so funny like it is there is just something so spiritual about it because there's no like scientific explanation But when you just take your child and you literally just hold them to you so tight and take several deep breaths and and do a deep pressure hug, it is amazing how it heals your child and it heals you and um, it can completely shift the situation. So many times my child has been like mid tantrum or freaking out and that's all it takes is just like just come here and just connect with me for a deep pressure hug. And like, and it works with your spouse too. And it is so hard. You brought up spouses. Like it is so weird how I turn into like a 13 year old when I'm in a like <laughs> debate with my husband and I'll literally have this conversation with myself in my head. I'm like, just need to give him a hug. And like, <laughs> I can't do it. I don't want to do it. But you know, like if you just do it, it'll get better. Why can, and like, why can't I bring myself to do it? But when I do, it, it works. It's so crazy how it's so uh, amazing how much it
0: works. Mm-hmm. so true. I love that. And it's, it's like our ego and our stubbornness that gets <laughs> the <That's an laughs> way. ego. Even with my kids. I know. And with, with my oldest, I remember when he was little and he would throw the biggest tantrums and literally the only thing that would like save anything would be like, but do you need a hug? And like, he would just instantly be like, yeah, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it would change the game for everything. So it's true. Kids and spouses and everybody.
2: There's a give lot of you Give yourself a dang lady. freaking hug too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. And sometimes I'll even say to my kids, I'm like, mama needs a hug. Can I have a hug? Like their hugs heal me too sometimes. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I
0: don't want to like
1: give them my baggage, but I need a hug right now. <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, I there is something about them. it. And isn't there something about like hugging a specific direction, like your hearts, so that your hearts meet or something? I even was holding my baby the other day, and our hearts were like, she, her heart was right up next to mine. I'm like, I swear, there's something about well
2: that connection. There totally is because it releases like the love hormone. And it, it honestly like releases the dopamine and the, I want to say it's the oxytocin, oxytocin, is is that the love Uh hormone? Okay. Anyways, that it literally releases that in the brain and with any hug, with any sort of physical touch. And so of course that's going to happen. Like, why do we have that strong connection with our children, with our spouse? It's because we have that constantly being released and sometimes it wants to be released and we hold back. Because we're like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that 13-year-old is like sassy and like, don't even come to me right don't now. Touch don't touch me. me. Yeah. Do not touch me. And then slam the door and walk away. <laughs> Guys, that happens. We know that happens. But mm-hmm. it really, I mean, there is that chemical response when we are affectionate with, with ourselves as well as with our loved ones. Mm-hmm.
1: I love that. That's amazing. Sarah, and I just need to say like when you were bringing up our inner child- And it is just so amazing to me how um, there are times where I can feel that literal feeling of, like, my blood pressure rising when I'm – my children are just riling me up with their behavior or especially whining. That's, like, my main trigger is whining. yeah. And, like (laughs) – I can feel like my heart rate rising and my blood pressure rising. And one of the main ways that I get myself to like calm down is to imagine myself as a child. It's so, so crazy, but sometimes it's just a literal like thought work of like, I am the child and I am the one receiving an interaction from the parent right now. What interaction do I need and trying to give them like the interactions that that I wanted as a child, whether or not I received them, but trying to give that to them. And it is crazy how much that can just take my blood, my blood pressure or my heart rate or whatever from here to here. Um, Just thinking of myself as a child. And I think we need more connection to ourselves as a child. I think the world is telling us like grow up. And I think we need more connection to ourselves as a kid in order to be more healthy adults
2: sometimes. Yeah, for sure. I 100% agree with that because it's, it really is. Um, I, I mean, there's so many things. I love inner child work because I've had to do that. I blocked out so much of my childhood to a degree that sometimes my siblings would even question, like, no, you're remembering that wrong. I'm like, I'm not remembering it wrong. I swear. Like, this <laughs> is what happened. And so it would cause me to, to question things. But you're right. We hear that grow up, rub some dirt in it get back up that as we were being raised and our parents 100% did the best that they could with what they had. And I, I totally love the way that I was raised. Um, but we get to do it differently. And that's what I love. We get to repair us and we get to parent our children the way that we see fit and find those little opportunities to validate them as well as validate ourselves. So I, I love everything that you just said. Right back at you so um can you guys
0: share there's eyebrows (laughs) a big wink wink. it's the wink for me I like your wink thank you so share
1: share a little bit how your new membership is gonna work and we just launched it like two days ago, so just to explain, like how how it's going to work, where they can get connected, and what what that whole thing is going to be like.
2: If they okay, were. okay. So when you join, I'm not going to say if because you will totally want to be a part of the membership. Mm-hmm. Um, Aubrey and I 100 percent have prayed about this, um, countless hours being on the on the phone on Zoom calls, <laughs> blood, sweat, and tears, <laughs> <laughs> literal blood, sweat, and tears. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but first of all, you can go, um, to the Anya and find out more information, but how this membership is going to look like and what the value you'll get from it is every single week you are going to be coached, um, from me, from other, from Aubrey, from other coaches that we bring on into the Anya membership and the lightkeeper membership, sorry. And you will get coached, but the, One thing that I said that I personally think sets us apart from any other membership is the community and the sisterhood that is formed. Um, I, after having kids, kind of pushed myself away from friends. Like I've always been a very outgoing person and I would be the one at the park to be like, oh, hey, what's up? And I slowly found myself like pulling away from who I was and I realized that wasn't me and I needed a sisterhood. I needed connection, which I would hope after these last few years, we are, are all craving that connection. Um create craving that belonging. And that is what the Lightkeeper membership offers is you will receive all of that and more because of coming and and being vulnerable and changing. And so Aubrey mentioned it a little bit at the beginning of this episode we do breath work. We do meditations. There are so many resources and tools that we will give you on your own healing journey. But the thing that takes the cake, honestly, is the community that is built from it.
1: I love it. I love it. So um, anything else you want to add, Ops?
0: I can't look. I can't. I can't look at you guys on Zoom when we record because <laughs> I'm just watching your eyebrows now <laughs> and the wings. No, we we are so excited, and it is. It's a community that doesn't exist anywhere else. And you literally just. We wanted. Basically, we wanted p- women and moms to feel a sense of a new version of themselves. That's why Anya stands for a new you again. We want you to feel like you can become at home in your motherhood and feel like you can be you again. Like sometimes we get lost in our motherhood and we don't know who we are. And I just, I, we wanted to kind of create this safe space for women to have each other and to, to hide. I mean, just to kind of give you guys perspective too. to hire a coach. Like right now I'm paying my coach $7,000 but for our membership, it's literally $49 for the entire month. And you get coaching every single week. You get like so much more within your – we have these circles where you have instant friends. And so friends from everywhere, that's what's cool is our membership is all over like the U.S. right now. So you just get instant friends with that. And it's just a place, a safe place to land if you're struggling with your mental health. Even if you don't necessarily – if you aren't diagnosed with depression or anxiety – if you're a mom and you happen to have stress sometimes, you're in. Like this is for everybody. And it's just a place for you to to become just a light keeper, a place where you can feel more light in your life. You can rekindle that within yourself and in turn bless the lives of others. So if you're feeling that craving of wanting to just feel better from the inside out, this is why we've created that just for you.
1: I love it so much, ladies. I love it. I love it. I love it. Amen. That's our,
0: <laughs> That's our catchphrase. I love that. I know. Um, we haven't recorded in so long, Mayor. It's been I know. it's been crazy. This is fun to to do I know. this.
1: I'm excited to do it more. Um we just we record usually in like bulk, and so it's it like <laughs> months since we talked. I
0: know.
1: Um, yeah. Well, I love it so much. We're gonna put Every all the links and everything that everybody needs in the in the show notes here um, that you can find and um, you can find them on Instagram and also like they said on the anya projectcom and um, I am so stoked for this year. I think between Anya and the Mamahood, we're just gonna keep working hard to bring moms more light and more happiness and more joy. And especially this year, just to feel more content in being a mom and more content in being yourself. And, um, that's what we hope to bring you through all these different things through the podcast, through everything online, through the program. So, um, yeah, I, let's just, Sarah, I want you to share just a question that we've Ask most of our guests whenever they come on, just I'm going to put you on the spot. What is just a simple, your eyebrows really do stand out.
0: <laughs> on the- Thank you.
2: <laughs> it's her facial expressions. I like being serious. Guys, I'm, an, I'm a very animated human being. It's fine. <laughs> get, you, get used I to it. it. <laughs> I love okay, um, she's just what sitting were here saying? grinning,
0: <laughs> grinning ear to ear, <laughs>
2: with yeah. her microphone headphones on. It's, it's the so best cute. I wish you guys can see free Britney, y'all. Here I am, <laughs> free Britney. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. What were you What were you asking um, before I so kindly interrupted? <laughs> um,
1: what is one simple little thing? that brings
2: you life right now as Mm. a mom easy dancing Dancing. I mm -hmm, that was something that as I was going through my own journey there were a lot of things that I used to love doing and I stopped doing because who had time for that stuff Mm -hmm. and dancing is just just free dancing I'm not a good dancer by any means I mean in fact my favorite thing is if you feel stupid doing it you're doing it right and it just hey, helps You me. can crump. You know how to crump. Yes, I yes, I can. <laughs> I can do that. But it just like letting free and letting me be in my body immediately changes my energy vibration. So like, for example, before we recorded this episode, I saw clients back to back all day. So it's mentally draining for me. And I, Marco pulled Aubrey right before and I was like, I've got to turn on a song. And what did I do? Got up and danced, like just to change my my energy. So dancing, I love it. Um, what do you like to dance to? uh Depends what's playing. I mean, Baby Shark sometimes comes on
1: <laughs> on a good day. That is making the best of motherhood right there. I, I'm y- telling you,
2: you do. You have to find if all it, you hear is Baby Shark. Yeah, or the Duck Song you know, Uh five little Little ducks.
1: ducks Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. we can all
2: sing it. (laughs) We can, we can do a little dance, but no, honestly, just, I usually, I usually say, okay, Sophia, you can choose one song and then mommy's going to choose a song. And the song I choose usually always is "Me Too" by Megan trainer, just so I can like get back into me.
1: Yep. Yep. I love it. For my kids, they always use the hot dog song from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Yep. <laughs> hot, dog. <laughs> hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot Honestly, it amps me up. Like, that's a good, that's it's got good It lyrics. gets you moving. You know. <laughs> there's my song for this episode. I know. There's your Disney reference. <laughs> burst in a scene. I always have to burst in a song or talk about Disney. So. I love it. Anyway, there's a lot of good things in store for all of you mamas who are listening um, for this year. So um, stay tuned for all of this good stuff. Go and find Sarah and Aubrey and the Mamahood and Anya on Instagram so that we can connect with you over there. And um, all of that will be in the show notes. And if you have feedback for us about this episode or about anything that we talked about, come and, come and let us know or leave a review. Just scroll down and leave a review. Um, And we love you all so much and are excited to to spend more time with you this year. Let's get it. Let's get it. Is
2: that what you just said? I said, let's get it. Oh, let's get it.